Blog Talk Radio. Hallelujah, 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 hallelujah. Glory be to your name, Father God. We thank you even right now for this opportunity to come before you, Father God, to speak your word, to deliver a message of truth, love, and hope. God, to enter into your presence. Every one of us, Father God, and everyone that's under the sound of my voice, Father God, friends in the healing, Father God, let your truth speak. That comes on the line. Father God, praise and glory in Jesus Christ's holy name. We pray. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. 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 Greetings, everyone. This is Prophetess Carmen. How are you? I just thank God for the opportunity to come before you again today on this wonderful day in Jesus Christ's holy name, to bring a word of truth, truth, a word of hope, a word of love, power, strength, a word from the throne of grace, and let the Holy Spirit right now begin to rule, rest, and reside in me and in each and every one that is on the line, and also for those who will be calling in. I thank God for everyone calling in that the words that are spoken tonight that will minister unto you Healing, minister unto you deliverance, and bring forth a new enlightenment of who you are in Christ. And I thank God even right now for the blood of Jesus, even for the person that's going to call in, that God is bringing a great deliverance in their life. In Jesus Christ's holy name. And greetings, everyone. I have a guest speaker today that's going to be speaking to you. She's going to be sharing her testimony Then she's going to be speaking to you about some nutrition because she's a nutritional guru, and I'm just so thankful she was able to come and join and share with us her testimony and her truth of who she is in Christ Jesus. And so I am going to call uh, Prophetess Sonia. I believe she is on the line, and I'm going to open up the line right now for Prophetess Sonia to begin to speak to everyone. Um, about her testimony. And before we do that, I just wanted to read a a word from Ephesians for you. Um, And it's Ephesians. It's Ephesians 8. Actually, it's Ephesians 6. And it's pertaining to, um, it was on my mind, and the Holy Spirit led me to read this because it's pertaining to young children and how it's important for us to train up a child in the way that they should go. And it starts not only with the Word of God. I mean, it does start with the Word of God, but it's also in the area of nutrition, in the area of discipline, just in everything in life. We have to be responsible for making sure that our children are reared up in the Word of God and living in the truth and the holiness of God. So I just want to read something because, you know, it's important for parents to know and children as well to know the importance of it. And it's, it's Ephesians chapter 6, and it says, Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor thy father and mother, 
and this is the first commandment with promises, that it may be well with you, and thou mayest live long on the earth. And I just wanted to share that. And so that's important. And so, therefore, we're going to proceed now, and we're going to let Prophetess Sonia begin to speak her word of testimony to you. So, uh, Prophetess Sonia, are you on the line? Yes, I am on the line, Prophet Carmen. Thank you, Prophetess Sonia. Okay, so I really thank you for coming in, and um, the listeners are ready to hear your testimony. So whenever you're ready to start, you can begin. Thank you. God bless. You're welcome. Hallelujah. Uh, Prophetess Carmen, I'd like to say thank you for inviting me to come into your blog and to speak and for having an opportunity to lift up the glory of God, the name of Jesus, and all that he has done in my life. I thank God for an opportunity to give a testimony because a testimony is a testament. It's a testament, in my case, of a test that I've been put through. Um, Thank you very much also for reading Ephesians 6. That's one of my favorite uh, scriptures, the sixth chapter, especially um, the warfare portion. So um, thank you very much for reading the first portion, and I'm always mindful of the full arm of God. Um, Now, my testimony is about a test that the Father, maybe not being the author of it, but, but he's the author of everything. He's the author and finisher of everything. But he allowed me to go through this test. Um, being with um, an, uh, the prophetic mindset and the prophetic persuasion, I had gotten a prophecy from one of the prophets a year before this happened. So it was year before last saying, you're going to go through a challenge and it's going to be your health. And, um, and, but God is going to bring you through it. Well, at the time that I got the prophecy, I was at the top of my game. I was very healthy, working, and then, um, so I sort of took, took it, um, for, for granted my health and I began to work. Uh, at the time I was working three jobs a full-time job, a part-time job at night, and another one on the weekends. Of course, you can gather from that that I was a workaholic. Um, and uh, what happened was that I had a existing, a pre-existing condition in my body that I wasn't aware of. Pre-existing conditions can be uh, disease, ailment, or injuries that have not been tended to. So, and I guess it was all three in my case. Um, and then I began to lose my equilibrium, and then I began to lose my balance. In my pursuit in one of my jobs, I, I kept falling and tripping and couldn't keep my balance. And then, well, anyway, I wound up in the hospital. I had, prior to that, had incidents where I was being tested diagnosed and tested for cancer of different parts of my body. As far as I was concerned, I didn't have the cancer, but I went through the process. Um, This one particular time, I had a mass in one of my lymph nodes, and then I went in immediately. They and then um, they says, well, you know, we might have to deal with the situation right away. When they took the biopsy, I went home, and I came back 
perhaps the next day, I'm sorry, within a couple of days they had to process it. And when I got back, the doctor started apologizing to me, saying, oh, wait a minute, uh, we didn't, um, well, and, 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 and they said, well, we took the biopsy. And we put the cells under the microscope. And I've never seen this before. The doctor said the cells were dead. I've never seen anything like so I said, were they cancer cells or were they not? He he never really answered because he still was flabbergasted with the report that the cells were dead. And um, so I because in the process, I called up everybody that night. We had the praying people. My mom, she called people. We began a praying chain. And I know that God changed those cells under that microscope. I know that. The process went on. I wound up in the hospital. For five months, I was paralyzed because I was in the hospital for my equilibrium. I and the and paralysis had set in. I had tubes from one from my head down all the way down wherever the other tubes go. I developed um, in hospital ailment, which is bed sores and things like that. My paralysis, I was not able to move. Only my eyes and maybe move my head from side to side. I was put in a room in a rehab, physical rehab facility. You're put in a room according to your diagnosis. I was put in a room with a woman who was permanently uh, paralyzed. She was able to move from her waist up, but she had to be lifted up, put in a wheelchair on a daily basis, washed on a daily basis, uh, tended to on a daily basis. Um, I was in there. I had to be fed. My bed had to be put up. I had no movement of my arms and legs, no arches, no muscle mass. I was 81 pounds. I've always, my whole life, weighed 120, but I lost all my muscle mass. And then just to sum it up, I went through the process of being in the facility, and I got to a point where the only thing that I desired was a wheelchair. And I worried my doctors and every attendant that came in and my mother. I kept telling my mother, tell them to get me a wheelchair. And I couldn't get one because they said, when you can sit up on your elbows and you can roll over and look to the other side, then we're going to start with the physical therapy, and then in a month or two you might get a wheelchair. So once I finally got the wheelchair, I worried the people when they would take me to physical therapy. When am I going to get a walker? They says you can't get a walker until you can get on the parallel bars and develop your muscles. Your muscles still are not developed. In the meantime, they found some other diagnosis of other things. I went from being diabetic to not being diabetic, from low blood sugar to normal blood sugar, from um, just a whole lot of other things, a lot of things because of all the, and I had to take a lot of blood thinners. So to tell you, in conclusion, to tell you in conclusion, and there's more to it perhaps at another time, God delivered me and he brought me through. And I just want the listeners to know that it does, it takes the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. And if anyone can change your desires, my desires were no longer of the world for the things of the world. My desires were no longer for just what was going on next week. My desire at 
time. I spent a lot of time with my Bible and reading the Word. My desire was the sincere milk of the Word. I had my Bible from morning to evening. They, I was known in the facility for having my Bible in my wheelchair and talking about Jesus and things like that. I had a good time with the Lord. And I just would like to share with anyone, don't wait for a situation to happen to spend time with God, to love on God, and to let God love on you, to get in his word and encourage his spirit and nurture the word of God and share the word of God. Don't wait for a circumstance of the flesh. It was a circumstance of the flesh. I was not listening to God. I was working my own works. And and I just want to give all... God all the glory. And I'd like to say a thousand times, to God be the glory. Amen. God. Hallelujah. 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 What I had it? another another one I wanted to share. Oh, well, go right ahead. Go right ahead. I, it, it, it's, the, it's, it's a testament of the word of the Lord in the mouth of the prophets. I've realized by observation that there are other type of professions that are spiritual, that can tell you about your past and about the dead, or perhaps about other things. But the word of the Lord that comes from a prophet does change situations, and it doesn't take a long time. Uh, I had two more experiences with the message that I had to have biopsies, and this one particular one, I vowed to myself that I was not going back in that hospital. So I, when I got out, I had a lot of pain in my feet and my legs. I had to sleep with braces on my legs um, to bring my arches up. And I would just happen to be walking um, with Prophetess Carmen on uh, on an occasion. We were leaving the church, going to another venue, another event, a church event. And um, I had... I knew I had the pain, but I didn't mention it to anyone because I didn't want to wind up back in the hospital. And Prophetess Carmen got a word of knowledge with her prophetic gift, and she said, "What is that? What is that lump? What is that mass on your leg? What What is that?" And I said, "Oh, it's another mass, but I'm not going to the doctor right now. I'm trying to pray it through." And then immediately she spoke a word, "Hallelujah, Hallelujah!" She spoke a word immediately. And the pain left. Hallelujah. Within an hour, within an hour, the mass, the lump on my leg went down, and by the next day, it's just a, it's just a spot on my skin. And I know it was another one of those masses because I had been getting them. This was like the fifth one. And I just want to say the word of the Lord out of the yes. mouth of that prophet, of this prophet, prophetess common, is mighty and it's powerful, and it is the work of the Lord. It is the work of the Along Lord. The so glory. I just want to give God the glory. Amen. Hallelujah. Glory. We're just vessels. We're just vessels. The only thing we can do, Prophet Sonia, is be obedient to the Word of God because God will use who He will, how He will, when He will, you know, by His Holy Spirit. But it's just up to us to be obedient and yield unto Him so that He can use us. And to God alone be the glory. We just Thank God right now for the continuous healing that he's in, even in doing right now, even under the sound of my voice, to all those who are in need of a healing that are listening, all those who will be calling in that are in need of a healing. And I just wanted to read um, something from Matthew 9, verse 35. 
and it says, And Jesus went about all the cities and villages, teaching in their synagogues and preaching the gospel of the kingdom and healing every sickness and every disease among the people. Then I wanted to go right to Jeremiah, Jeremiah 30. It says, For I will restore health unto thee, and I will heal thee of thy wounds, except the Lord. Glory be to God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I see a caller on the line. Um, I want to open up the line for a caller. They probably want to share their testimony. It's a 917 number with a 28 um, extension. Um, caller, are you on the line? I'm on the line. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Good. How are you? I'm blessed. I'm very blessed. And um, I was Would listening to the testimony of uh, Prophet Estonia is the name? Yes. Prophet yes, Estonia. Prophet Estonia. Very, very, very powerful testimony. Um, I just wanted to say that, you know, I, I, I went through a, a similar situation where um, I was pretty much workaholic. As you mentioned, she was a workaholic. I was a workaholic in school, um, just moving around, doing this, that, and the other. Um, but the difference was that I, I, I knew I really wasn't taking care of my body. She, I, I believe Prophet Sonia said that she was, you know, into nutrition and, and health and things like that. Um, but I, I knew that I really wasn't. But I felt okay. And, and uh, you know, um, a couple of days before I had a heart episode, um, I had been getting warnings about it, but I kept going, ah, you know, I'll be fine, and I just need to lose some weight. And um, finally, um, a friend of mine kept saying, you need to go to the emergency room. And I'm like, you know, i got to do my laundry, i got to do my hair, <laughs> you know, everything. But finally, that Sunday, I did go to the emergency room because I kept having these uh, severe chest pains that would just practically bring me to my knees. And uh, when I got to the emergency room, um, it was a very scary experience. Thank God for Jesus Christ. Thank God for faith in Christ. And um, thank God for grace and mercy. I, I, I just believe so much in grace and mercy. Um, so when I got to the emergency room, you know, they took tests and, you know, it was progressively worse. And it, I ended up having an 85% uh, block in one of my arteries. So I had to Ooh. have a coronary stent. And to top it off, um, prior to this incident, one of the things that I said was I wanted to have a DNR, I do not resuscitate, you know, but I didn't really know, you know, what that was really about. It's so funny how you really, some, you don't know things sometimes and you make decisions based on uh, uh, false knowledge, but yes. then you'll go through something and you'll get the knowledge. And you'll be like, thank you, Jesus, you know. So, um, yeah, because um, at that time I hadn't gotten in touch with my family members and I was laying on that table, and the doctor said, well, let me tell you what could be, what could happen on the table. You know, one, you could die. You could have a heart attack on the table. And I'm like, well, you know, if you said I could die and have a heart attack, then there's nothing, no need to tell me anything else because that's like the worst things that could happen. And as I'm laying on the table, I'm thinking about this DNR, and I'm like, oh, my goodness. You know, I signed this paper saying do not resuscitate. What if, you know, I have a heart attack while I die? I'll not be able to talk to my family, not have a second chance. Well, suffice it to say that God allowed me a second chance, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And, and, yeah, Hallelujah. Amen. And as soon as, as I could, I got in touch with everybody that I, I gave that a copy of that DNR to, and I said, tear it up. <laughs> tear yeah. it up because I have knowledge now. That's not the way. 
Um, but suffice it to say, praise the Lord, that um, I went through the surgery, got in touch with my family, and that experience um, absolutely changed my outlook on on everything. And one of the things Prophetess, two things Prophetess Sonia said, one was that the word of God and how all she could think about basically to paraphrase was being closer to God. That was it. That's the way I came out. You know, some people come out bitter, some people come out better, and I praise God that he allowed us to come out better spiritually and seeking him because, we, you know, going through experiences, we can come out bitter, but thank God that he allowed us to see him even the more. That's the thing that I got out of it. Now, you know, I'm sure that, uh, as Prophet Sonia said, there there was pain and different things like that in the body, but yet the spirit, for me at least, was soaring, was just praising God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Blessing God, praising him, oh, thanking him. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Jesus. Glory to God. Glory yeah. to his name. Oh, I praise him. Um, and the other thing that Prophet Sonia said in reference to Prophet Carmen uh, is that um, she spoke words to me after uh, that happened. She came over, and and uh, we were praying. <laughs> okay. And as we were praying, praise God, she started saying things, and I'm looking at her like, how does she know this? You know, and it's so true. You know, out of the mouth of a true prophet, um, it will confirm what's exactly. already in your spirit, what you already know. It will confirm it or bring something to light, or lead you, you know, if you're not quite sure, you know, and a true prophet will do those things. So, you know, I thank God for the, the prophetess. I thank God for Prophetess Sonia, too, and I thank God for um, bringing, us, bringing us through. Prophetess Sonia, though, I have a question for you. Yes, um, How How has this affected your life in terms of, um, you said you used to work three jobs, you know, do you do you still work as much, or you know, have you turned that around? What what do you? How is your work life now? Uh, that's that's a very good question. Uh, what what I did, what I'm doing now is I'm a full time student. I I I go to school from nine to four, full time, five days a week, and I had started. No, no, I couldn't because I could barely walk. I couldn't even, I live in New York City and I couldn't even step up on a curb so I couldn't really do anything wow. with walking mm-hmm. and sitting because of my bone structure. I did not go back to work. I just do, you know, just, you know, babysit or something like that if I need to. But the whole mind, this, the whole thing was the mindset. Exactly. The mindset is that I did things in my strength and in my might. And I was making it happen instead of allowing the Lord to not even trust in him to make things happen, you know, and except a, a, a God builds a house, you live in vain. So I was building my empire and my work. The answer to your question is that um, I have a lot of things on paper. When I was um, in the in the facility looking at those four walls, mm-hmm. God gave me a lot of things that he wants to do for the future. Mm-hmm. And I wrote them down when I was able to sit up and write. And I had, you know, I read my, my Bible. But my heart is whatever God wants me to do. And it's not it's not even about working because work now, I don't go to work. Work comes to me. 
Amen. And you know, and that's 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 the beautiful thing because um, my perspective on work and my perspective, and it's so true. It's like you were doing what you said for your for yourself and not being you know really doing it in your own strength. And I tell you, my outlook on on the work that I do, which is very very demanding, has so changed <laughs> that you yes. know where where before it was uh, just a struggle. Now it's like, praise the Lord, you know, for as long as God wants me here, I'll be here, and I'll, you know, I'll do the best that I can, but that, that A, that type A personality where i got to do this and do that, you know, it really got, you just see things in such a different way. It's almost a life and death experience. It's like life, death, and resurrection, praise God. You yes. know, you just see things in a completely Amen. different way. And God is a God of second and third and so oh, many yes. As you yield unto his spirit. I want to just read this, this psalm to everyone. It says, this is um, Psalm Proverbs 4, verse 20. And it says, My son, attend to my words, incline thine ear unto my sayings. Let them not depart from thine eyes. Keep them in the midst of thine heart, for they are life unto those that find them and health to all their flesh. That's Proverbs 4, verse 20 to 22. And then in Psalms 107, he said, the Lord said, he sent his word and healed them and delivered them from their destruction. So it's like a lot of times when we think we're about doing maybe even God's business, we're being busybodies, and busybodies are nobody. Because if we're not about doing the Lord's business and putting him first, we would be leading ourselves unto destruction. Why? by doing numerous things that really don't amount to nothing, working three jobs, what, we, what was the intent? So that's why it's important to know your intent, whatever you do, if it's not doing it unto the Lord, if it's not moving according to his will, if it's not making a provision, God makes a provision, but not being in the will and the provision of God, then it's leading unto destruction, you know. And so God will lead us along the, the pastures, he'll make us let, lie down in green pastures and have us recognize who he is, even in spite of all that we feel we are. So, I mean, it's interesting that it's so parallel, these testimonies um, coming forth, where it seems to me both of you uh, were workaholics and, and you put so much into your work and into who you are and, and you know, how, how much you've accomplished. But it's only when you put God first that he will allow you to bring forth the fruit of your labor. You know, so it's important that we do that. And so you, I believe, you know, we have to go through those things, you know, even with myself, you know, just doing certain things. I'm always, I have to always be mindful if this is in the will of God. What is my intent doing what I do? What is the purpose? You know, I believe everything we do, we ought to give praise to God in it. You know, anything and everything we do, however we live, we got to have a purpose and intent, keeping our eye on the mark of the higher calling, which is in Christ Jesus, always and forever. You know, so I just wanted to share that, and I, and I thank you for sharing your testimony, Evangelist Camilla. I thank you for sharing it. You know, when I clicked on a lot, I wasn't sure now if that was you, and then as you kept talking, I said, oh, my gosh. That's Evangelist Camilla. To God be the glory, you know, and Prophetess Sonia, I thank you for sharing your testimony as well. Yes, we're going to take a little uh, commercial 
right now, and we're going to come back in about two, three minutes, and I'm going to put on, um, I'm going to play uh, Because of Who You Are uh, by Vicki Yohi, and um, we'll just come back, you know, in a little while to continue with the testimonies, to continue with Sonia, she's going to be talking on nutrition. So we'll be right back. Thank you. Amen. And we're back. Greetings, everyone. This is Prophetess Carmen. We are back on the air. I thank you for your patience, Stephen. Okay, so we are going to proceed now with Sonia giving us a bit of her wisdom about how to tend to your body when your body needs you to tend to it. (laughs) So, Sonia, if you'd like to get started on that, if we don't have any any um well there is another caller on the line actually. Um there's a six four six number on the line. If you have a testimony, you can begin to share that testimony right now. Six four six if you have a testimony. Okay. Okay. All right, so we will proceed. Sonia. If you'd like to begin to share your testimony, I mean, you, your testimony on your nutrition, if you can begin with that, we are ready to hear it. Thank you. Amen. Thank you very much once again, Prophetess Coleman. 
Um, yes, I'd like to speak about healthy living, which encompasses two points. I'm just going to be outline, and then perhaps at another date we can go into detail. But healthy living is something that God has ordained, as we find in Genesis, where he gave the seed-bearing herbs and the man to till the ground. I don't think the original intent of God was for us to eat the animals that he created and Adam named. But, however, that's we, we do indulge in that type of practice. But healthy living, as if I was, if I were to outline it, would consist of nutrition with your diet, with foods, how to mix properly mixing the foods, when to eat the foods, like the time, the daytimes. Like for instance, for example, uh you should eat fruits in the morning, cleansing, you know, with your lemon and your fruits and then in the evening and afternoon your supper you have vegetables and then if you indulge in meat and fish you can eat it at that time. And and the reason why in nutrition they sort of give criteria is because we have a digestive tract. And the digestive tract is sort of like on the tune with the world and, you know, it eliminates it and, and, you know, it puts nutrients. The second point of healthy living that I would um, like to address is prayer and meditation, which is necessary. Some people call it, in school, we call it quiet time. Sit down, children. Sit down and be quiet. But it's a form of thinking and being quiet and reflecting within. And the meditation I'm talking about is not the other type, you know, the guru in the East. I'm talking about in the Bible, it tells us to meditate on the Word. The Bible also tells us to pray without ceasing. Prayer, the effectual fervent prayer of the righteous man availeth much. And then good thoughts, good thinking. Think on these things. Think on the things above, not on the things below. Exercise, which increases the endorphins, and the endorphins sort of like, you know, fuel the body. They make you feel happy. They make you feel good. Exercise like walking, perhaps working out, perhaps um, heavy exercise like bike riding or jogging or just even lifting weights. That's a necessary aspect of healthy living. The other portion that I would like and has to do with the endorphins is keep a happy, blessed attitude. Laughter is good as long as we're laughing at things that are that are you know wholesome, not uh, uh, laughing at people's misfortune. But you know, a nice incident. You know, you might have saw your baby walking, and and then the baby said hi, mommy, or something, and that brings joy. It's also joy and happiness. And then um, vitamins. Another aspect is vitamins. And supplements, and all of this should be incorporated in our healthy living profile. 
um, we have so many resources and so many books and the internet, the internet, where you can find out what the type of vitamin, supplement, and herbs are and apply it to your individual makeup and your individual circumstance. Then we have nutritionists that you can go to. In New York City, we have some that are costly and then some that are free. Lastly, I would like to mention a part of the Healthy Living Profile is detox, cleansing, and fasting. Uh, it's, it's the same thing. You can look at your home as your car, your vehicle. You can drive your vehicle, but it comes a time when you have to change the oil. You have to get new tires or, repeat, or put air in the tires and even wash your car. Maybe, you know, um, shine it up a little bit. And and so as as such with the body, the body is a living org- organism and it needs to be detoxed and it needs to be cleansed. And fasting is just good for the whole frame of the body, just, you know, just abstaining. And when I fast, I fast as unto the Lord. So I spend the whole time this weekend, I had Two and a half days where no TV, no radio, just singing unto the Lord, turning down the plate, and praying to God. And I have this gift from God, which is praying in tongues. So I was doing my housework and doing all the things that I needed to do. But that was my that was my type of fast for that day, and it was very rewarding. The Holy Spirit rewarded me with his anointing and his presence and his peace. So that's the basic outline of healthy living. And at any given time when prophetess calm, calm and deems it um, okay, I can go into each one and give you more specifics. And if you have any questions, um, uh, I am available at this time. Well, you, yeah, well, you can give us more specifics on possibly the actual diet, let's say, of someone who's, who wants to cleanse themselves. You know, I mean, I know there's certain, like, fruits and, and um, you know, the lemon in the morning and, you know, certain fruits that you want to take and there's different detoxes that you can okay. take. But, but for someone that wants to cleanse themselves without actually... You know, just a colonic or, you know. Yes, well, a colonic is a little bit more invasive, and and that's really, I do not suggest that in the beginning. But but thank you for mentioning that because I forgot to mention that, and I'll put that in my notes. (laughs) Well, I'll tell you what I have. I have one of our health specialists. um, She has a a 21-day fast printout that she gave us. And I'll read it to you because this is what we follow as well. Would that be acceptable? Yes. Okay. Um, Great. First, I'll start with just some of the basic cleansing things that we know of, which which is lemon. Lemon is one of the... Lemon is one of the best things that you can have early in the morning because it it balances out the acid. It gives you the acid balance that you need. So that's why it was a tradition and is a tradition to have tea with lemon. And the tea is, you know, it's just a, generally like a herb or something like that. It can be a commercial tea such as the ones that we know or it can be a herb. But we And we have a lot of 
blood cleansing teas like red clover and and different types of uh, teas. But the lemon is the key thing to have in the morning to get the acid balance, to get the um, the chemistry going. So if you do something as simple as a warm glass of lemon and water, preferably no sugar, or a cold glass of lemon and water, just get it as soon as you get up and you start doing what you're doing in a day and drink that, and that gets the body going. It's a signal to the body that, hey, you care about me. Hey, you're interested in waking up from this fast because when you sleep you're fasting that's why you have break fast or breakfast yeah which is break fast and you can start with that as your liquid i generally like to start with a liquid before i sit down and have solid foods then if you decide that you you know want to start leading up to a, a fast you start with your fruits in the morning the number one fruit to have are blueberries Blueberries, organic if possible, because it enhances the body and it gives you a lot of the nutrients that you need and it also helps in, it's what we call phytonutrients and it helps with just, just, um, just giving to the body and energizing the body. I use a juicer or a blender. And what I suggest for people who are just starting, get yourself a good blender and throw all of that in the, in, in the juice. So this is what I would make as a morning juice. I would put blueberries, lemon with the rind, ginger, apple. If you don't want to use the raw ginger, you use the ginger powder. Cinnamon, I use cinnamon powder. And um, and and for myself, I put protein in there. They have a lot of weight loss proteins. They have a lot of weight gain proteins. And if you like, if you like um, other things like almond milk, you can put all that in there and put that in the blender and blend it up. If you have any other things like pears or pineapples, pineapples are very good. Watermelon is the second thing after blueberries. That's a cleansing and a detoxifying. You can literally go on a watermelon fast and blend all that up. If you like ice, I don't. I, I like um, room temperature um, juice and drink it down right away. Now, that's your fruit juice. Drink it down. You'll feel the energy. If you have challenges with blood sugar, then try to not use um, too much apple. Use more lemon, more ginger, more cinnamon, and it, it, it shouldn't affect your blood sugar. Now, that's your morning drink. That's your morning drink. Well, then you can have, uh-huh. That, that then is, you can have, yes? Yes, go ahead, go ahead. Then you can have a fruit salad. If you prefer not to have the drink, because let's say in New York City, we are constantly running out of our apartments or our homes, and we're getting on the train, and sometimes our ride can be more than a half an hour, 45 minutes, or an hour to, to our destination. So put that juice in a nice container and wait until you get to the office or to school or to a place where you have a restroom. But you can, if you decide not to have the juice, if you have challenges uh, holding your juice or your water or your liquids, then have a fruit salad with the same ingredients. But this time with the fruit salad, put some dried cranberries in there. And I like, I put flaxseed. I use brown and uh, 
I use brown and golden flaxseed, and then also I might put a little granola in my fruit salad, and then I use yellow raisins and other raisins and dried cranberries along with a along with your apple, your banana, your pears, your pineapple. I prepare mine the night before so and just put it in the refrigerator. The apples you can wait in the morning and put in. And so that's your morning breakfast. That's your morning whatever. Then if you feel that you haven't eaten breakfast, you can go on and have your um, eggs or turkey bacon. Me personally, I don't do too much dairy. And then you can have that that. Uh, bagel or whatever it is that you have and if you if you if you're using white flour products i would encourage you to start to use whole grains whole wheat and just use you know things that are better for your body um the white flour products don't necessarily do us that good it sort of clogs our arteries and and things of that nature so if you have at all access to whole grains and whole foods uh wheat bran rye bread and things of that nature just treat yourself treat your body you know why because you have to have your body with you and for the rest of your your life on this earth until the lord takes you home or until you know you you transition over to the other side to be with the lord then um you can have your lunches which are we suggest my nutritionist suggests you have your heaviest meal um at lunchtime believe it or not so it can go through your digestive system so whatever it is that you choose to have um you have it early and then at in the evening you have your uh, a lighter meal which can consist of meat a protein a starch a vegetable uh, salad, definitely salads. If you can do salads at lunch with your protein, salad and protein, that's good. I have to say at this point, I am not a doctor. I am not diagnosing anything. I'm only suggesting. I'm only giving my testimony. So, uh, you know, um, I'm not diagnosing or prescribing anything. I'm just sharing my testimony. I'd like to read now, if it's okay, Prophet, is common. Yes. The 21 day fast. Okay, can you hold on a second? Because I certainly can. Fine. Okay, hold on a second. Let's Thank find you. out. I think we have other callers. <clears throat> okay, I see a caller on the number is 347. Uh, would you like to share your testimony? Hello, good evening. Good evening. Hello. I'm on the line. How are you doing? Yes, who are you? Identify yourself. This is... Uh, what is your name? My name is Carl Peter Ellis. Okay, hi. Hold on a second because you're calling in to share your testimony, I believe. Um, would you like to share your testimony now? Oh, no. The, the young lady was speaking, and I just wanted to, fin- I wanted to um, finish listening to what she was saying because it was very interesting. Okay, hold on, and then you can call back in with your testimony. Hold on. Okay. Proceed, Prophet Sonia. Okay, thank you very much. I will be reading a 21-day fast, and it's about, I guess it's about 18 or 20 points. And I'll just read it. If there's any questions, then I'll address it afterwards. The first point is you should do the right thing for your body, especially during the fast, because you benefit from it. The next point is you must be ready for the blessing. 
and they will come rapidly on this fast. When they come, the cleansing when the cleansing out comes, the fat the cleansing out fast keeps you mentally and spiritually sharp. The next point, fasting. Fasting, the four seasons, are totally necessary to get the negative thinking out of your BS system. And the BS system is not the street word, but the BS system is the belief system. The next point is, if you have to eat, make sure you eat something green and live, like green salad or just greens. If fasting, drink juice from the boiled vegetables, then you can juice or blend the vegetables. If you make your broth, you can put all of the vegetables in it and freeze the vegetables for after the fast and drink the broth on your fast. The next point. Do vegetables, not too many fruits, because this is the winter season. It was the winter time when we were fasting. If you do fruit, let it be apples and other fruits. Next point. The greens should be the kale, spinach, cucumber, lettuce, etc., etc. The next point. Money. That's the next point. Money. Money. To attract is... To attract it, she was saying, you must drink and eat more fresh green vegetables or green powdered drinks. Now, that's just her philosophy and her point. Okay. Oh. Can you clarify, Sonia, who her is? Oh, okay. I wasn't sure if I could uh, mention her name because it might have been advertising. Her name is Ivory, and the title of this document is Ivory's Advice for the 21-Day Fast, which our whole church went on at one time, and uh, this was what she typed up for us. Her name is Ivory, Ivory of New York City, and I've been in touch with her. She, right now, she's on a sabbatical, and I'm. she might be in school at this time, but she's known for giving fast during the seasons, the four seasons when they enter the seasons like now. And she also is an expert in massage and giving clonics. Her name is Ivory. Thank you. Okay. Shall I continue? Because you, we have all types of listeners in and, you know, we just want to clarify where we get the information from so that way they can do the research themselves as well, you know, because some principles and philosophies are different for everyone that calls in. So it's good to know where we're getting the information from. I mean, I was well aware of who it was, but, you know, the listeners weren't. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for that, for that correction. And also, shall I continue? Yes. Oh, thank you. Okay. Another point was broth should be... Um, the, should be the one that you get your potassium in it. So if you have any broth, you can have a broth that it's you know it's it can be like those cubes that they have. You can get the herb cubes that you use to season your food. You can you can drink that as a broth. It dissolves right in the water if you're on a liquid fast. And the next point is on water. It says water must be drink must be drunk every half an hour. 
The next point is protein drinks. Drink a protein drink three times a day, especially if you have situations with blood sugar. The protein actually brings the blood sugar to level. So you can have protein drinks. As I said, they have some protein drinks where you can gain weight, like the muscle guys take, and some protein drinks to lose weight, like the Weight Watchers or or any of those type of programs uh, advocate. And I'm almost done. The next point is minerals. You need more minerals than vitamins. If you do not have them in in powder form, just crush them up. You know, just take the pills or the capsules and crush them up and put them in the blender. But for me, this is how I do. Also, I forgot to tell you about my drink in the morning. I put all my vitamins in there. If I have 18, 15, 20 vitamins, I throw them right in the blender with my juices and drink it up. The next thing, which is a very, very important thing, is chlorophyll, which are green powders, green drinks, um, um, algae, green algae, any of that, that green stuff, the wheatgrass. You must take it to clean out your body and your lower intestines. So we need green stuff every day. It can be the capsules. It can be the powder. It can be the tincture or it can be the actual greens and spinach and things of that nature. And then she another point she gives is colonics. Uh, colonics clean out the upper intestines, and the and place it in in places that the enemas do not reach. And then she has down next to it sea ivory. And then she has another point. I'm almost done. I think I have four more points, which are enemas. She says, do uh, excuse me. Ivory says, do them regularly. Chlorophyll, remember to lie on your left side. That's the the information that she has when you're giving yourself enemas. We're talking about health and nutrition and fasting. And then another point she gives is baths. Every day you must dry brush yourself when you when you're taking baths. Say a prayer first and during the dry brush. The dry brush is as simple as taking a hard bristle bath brush or a loofah pad, and you dry brush before you take your bath, and it takes all the dead skin off off your body, off your legs and your arms. Sometimes you might see it on your legs. And we, um, in, uh, in the darker complexion people, we call that ash. <laughs> but if you dry brush it, it lifts it up, and it lifts up the dead cells, and then you can proceed to taking your bath, and your body and your skin can absorb uh, the water and the moisture much better. Uh, the last point uh, is um, the last two points. One is massage. Make sure you get massages. It clears out the poison from your glands. And one more point of the last two points is do your positive visualizations, affirmations, meditations, and prayers on a daily basis. And the last point is exercise to move the toxins out of your system and increase vitality because the biggest organ is the skin and when you exercise you sweat therefore you are cleansing your body it says uh, as a note just a note to FYI which is a for your information make sure you rid yourself of all negative thoughts like criticism criticizing judging Five sense conclusion and seeing people and see and seeing people as 
they are instead of seeing people as as you perceive them to be in a negative light. And speak to people in their potential. Speak life, speak love, speak happiness, speak joy, speak speak the what you what you hold for them. Call those things to be not as though they were, even if they're negative, and this will be a great, you will get great results. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank you, Prophetess Con. So much, Prophetess Sonia. Thank you for that. We have a, thank you so much. I really appreciate you sharing that with the listeners. And, you know, all the foods you were talking about are all God's food. These are not man-made food. These are not adult-rated food, adulterated foods. All the foods you mentioned are the foods that God has placed in the earth, the fruits and the herbs, the minerals, you know, the, the figs, you know, all these are cleansing food and healing foods. I mean, anything that is God-made is what's healthy for us. When you think about it, he provided everything that we need in the earth. So basically, when we get processed food, that is definitely a no-no for the body. Don't you agree? I agree. I agree yeah. totally. Any processed food is like is not good for your body. And and microwaving isn't really that good, although we do it a lot. But that is really not good. The best way is the natural way with everything, you know. But, of course, you know, we've gotten adapted to everything really quick. We want everything fast and quick. But, you know, all of God's foods is basically what we need to, we should be eating. Anything outside of that you know, sodas and, you know, anything in a can, those things are really not good. And if you want to buy anything, it should be fresh or frozen before you take a can of anything. You know, so, you know, that's really, really great what you shared. And, um, you know, we wanted to share this with the audience because God wants us to be fit vessels so we can do his work. I mean, if you're weak, if you have no strength, if you're sick, you can't, you, you're not an able vessel. So it's important that we take care of our body, that we use holiness with wholeness. You know, I mean, you, you can't uh, always be in the Word and then don't make sure that you're able to see the Word. So you've got you to gotta even take care of your eyesight. You've got you to gotta take care of your body so it can be strong, you know. So God wants us to have balance, and that's key. That's very important. There's another call on the line, and I believe he's, in to share his testimony, and I'm going to open up the line for him. On 347, we have a call, um, and I'm opening up the line right now for you to share your testimony. Call hello, us. Hello, Prophetess Carmen. Yes. To God be the glory. How are you? To God be the Amen. I just wanted to um, thank that sister for giving out that information because um, I think that um, all of God's children, we must be aware that not only should our bodies be healthy, I'm still struggling through some things, and I like to keep it real about who I am because God likes us to be an honest. Amen? And, Amen. Uh, and, so uh, are you sharing your testimony right now? Uh, yes, I will share a fragment okay. of a piece of my testimony. I want to make you, I want to bring to your uh, knowledge that I have a special gift that the Lord has given me that belongs to God's people. And um, I'm a poet. Um a piece of my testimony, I got on the train one time with a friend of mine, and I sat down on the train, and a man came on the train, and he had uh, alcohol all over his breath, 
and he had paint all over his clothes, and he asked everybody on the train, could he have $6? So the gentleman walked down through the train. Nobody would give him money. He came to me, and I told him, no, I wasn't going to give him the money. So he spoke to one of my teachers who was sitting next to me. My teacher told him, he said, the word of God is quick, powerful, sharp than any two-edged sword. He encouraged this man's heart. He had $30 in his pocket, and he gave the man 20 of the $30. Him and his wife had been going through some situations, and he really didn't have the money to give. He gave the man the $20, and the man begged him. He said, please let me give you my phone number. He didn't want to take the phone number, but he received it anyways. He gave the man a number. So about three weeks later, I'm sitting in his kitchen, and the Lord made sure I seen this. He gets a phone call on, on the telephone, and it was the man. Come to find out, the man, when he told the story on the train, that he had been to a charity event in the city. Him and his wife had gotten an argument. Nobody believed who he was. Well, the man was the president of one of these Walmart chains, right? He, he was so grateful for the $20, he sent him a check for 1500 right? And it brings me to the place where it says that, you know, where the sister was talking about don't judge anything in the last statement she said about your perception on how you see things because that breakthrough was the, for the person that stepped out in faith. So this piece of poetry that I've designed that, that goes with that testimony, it's called Great Teacher. One of my greatest teachers wasn't a preacher, and it wasn't a man with a Harvard degree. You see, God called me when I was 17. And I wouldn't go to church because I was a straight coward. I was just like that other Peter in Scripture. I wanted to be accepted by the world and everybody else. Do you see some of the greatest truth in life that a man will ever really tell? It's the truth about who he really is, not everybody else. When I begin to speak, don't let anything distract you. In my flesh, I search for truth. and complicated theories, I had saturated myself with tons and tons of knowledge. But to my unawareness, the greatest truths in life, I found some of them for you. Guess where the enemy hit them at? In the simplest things. That are never complicated, you see. There's more truth, beauty, reality, and science than needy man's teardrop. That can be found in all these universities and seminaries in the world. A paper money wasn't the focus. This man didn't want to hear it all. You see, shallowness had become my own substance. My existence was doing a spiritual crawl. Now, if kindness was... I wouldn't have fed you back in those days. If courage was the entry, this man would have turned and walked away. But to find the goodness in this world, I had to start paying attention close. Because it was faith that was the very substance that I found in this heavenly host. In the direst of conditions, it cannot be moved or shook. And the heart of this individual, let's go close and take a look. Now, the first thing that I found in his heart were large extended hands. And he was asking, saying, please, please, putting back the courage, kindness, goodness, hope in every man. And when this person entered the train and he asked me with a plea, I should have took my hand and stuck it in that man's heart. Because God was cultivating me. Just when I thought I helped that man ask it by depleting my paper dwarf, you see, it was faith, kindness, goodness, and hope. If you're looking at it with the eyes of Jesus, you're actually receiving from God himself. And Romans chapter 8, verse 28 to 31 says in short, and this is just a paraphrase, you see, it doesn't matter what a man's situation and circumstances in his life. It's not where you're at in your sin or what you've been going through. It's what Jesus did to bring us all back down on the other side because that's what belongs to you. You see, God's purpose is to give us his spiritual character through every situation, every circumstance. You see what I can never understand? It would be through my own actions that that needy man would teach me compassion, and through my own actions he would teach me love and understanding. You see, I would always tell everybody I knew Jesus, right? But I never wanted to do things. 
that Jesus does. Please help us, Holy Ghost. You see, what God gave me, it belongs to all of God's people. And that's why my work is not for sale. Amen? Amen. I, I amen. Calling in. Praise amen, you. amen. Thank we you must, for calling in. You know, we, and, must, and, we must always remember that God says it rains on the just and the just of life. Yeah. And I would always do, sisters, I always want to put it a criteria on when I would help people and give. And I tell people all the time, when you walk down the street and you say hello to people, the majority of time most people won't say hello back. But the enemy has come to kill, steal, and destroy. And God's people's job is to put the truth, the beauty, and the reality. Back in the world, the devil stole. So if you keep doing it, hopefully they will someday. It's a state of being. Amen? Amen. Thank you for sharing your testimony. And to God be the glory and how he's using you. And God is even going to begin to even move through you in the area of, I'm, I'm seeing a peace coming over you, even more of a peace than, than you, 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 you believe you have. God is even increasing your peace because you're going you're gonna to go in places and you're going to minister poetically, but you're also going to minister even prophetically to Amen. people. So God is bringing a peace because he's, he's, he's girding you up in this hour. And it's not by chance that you called in because God is putting the word of the Lord in your mouth and you're going to minister to people prophetically and um, he's raising you up in this hour. Thus saith the Lord. I thank well, you for well, sister, well, thank you so much. And see, I have 80 pieces. I've been cultivating them for 20 years. I didn't sell any of them. I kept them for God's people. I would like you to say a personal prayer for me, sister, because the women of God, uh, I wasn't I wasn't molding in shape because I would never go to church. I was, but when I in that running from God, He possibly blessed me the most because you know what, God gave to me simply because God is good. God is good, and I want to read a psalm right now. Actually, mm -hmm. it's Psalm sixty three. Uh, it's most apropos. It says, "Because thy loving kindness is better than life, my lips shall praise thee." Thus will I bless thee while I live. I will lift up my hands in thy name. My soul shall be satisfied as with marrow and fatness, and my mouth shall praise thee with joyful lips. I see the glory. And I thank you again. Um, Prophetess Sonia, I thank you so much for sharing in with your nutrition with everyone. I, I actually look forward to you coming back and giving us some more of these nuggets about you know, how to maintain our bodies, to how to keep our bodies strong, you know, and especially from someone like yourself who you told me that you were like, you went to 80 pounds and you were weak and, you know, you said you had no muscle mass and, and how you look now, I mean, if people could see you, <laughs> you know. So it's, it's like amazing. So you, you, you're definitely following the principles of the right eating habits, which Amen. is really rejuvenating your body and yourself. And even mainly, first and foremost, as I always say, you must have love and, and guard your heart and your thoughts and your Because, I mean, if we do everything and we don't do it in love, like a man that buildeth a house without love, without God, he buildeth it in vain. You know, and I'm paraphrasing that, but even in building up our bodies with the food and the exercise and the water, and, you know, acquiring things. Make sure we're doing it with the right purpose and intent. You know, doing it, doing it according to the will of God, doing it in love, 
you know, because even when you eat, it's important who you eat with, you Amen. know, what you're thinking about when you're eating, you know, what you're meditating upon when you're eating. God says meditate upon my word, you know, and, and the peace you have when you're eating. Sometimes we wonder, well, why do I have indigestion or, my, you know, I'm having problems with digesting food or too much sugar or, you know, ailments with the heart. What's going on? In the, in the man, what are you thinking about? What is happening around you? So it's important that you have a peace within, and it begins with the Word of God, and it begins with your thoughts and just how you perceive things to be. So even with that, that is the food. You have to eat the spiritual food, which is the Word of God, and Amen. then the fruits that God has placed in this earth, in this realm, along with all the natural foods, so we can be whole. So it encompasses all of that. And I just, you know, wanted to share that with the listeners because we just don't want you to think, oh, if we go eat blueberries, you know, you know, we're going to be right. If our spirit man is not right, we got to get all of it right. We want to be holy and whole, and we want wholeness. So we thank, I thank you so much for that. You know, I love you, my sister. God bless you. Thank Amen. you for um, taking the time out to share your wisdom with the listeners. And I look forward to you coming again on Blog Talk Radio and sharing some more of your information with them. And um, we're going we're gonna to close out with Isaiah 46, and it's, we're going to start at verse 7. It's, I form the light and create darkness. I make peace and create evil. I, the Lord, do all these things. Mm-hmm. Lop down ye heavens from above and let the skies pour down righteousness let the earth open and let them bring forth salvation and let the righteousness spring up together. I, the Lord, have created, created it. And that just lets you know that God has created it all, but he gives us the choice. Amen. And he gives you life and death this day. So let's choose life. Let's choose God. Let's choose the love of God so we can produce the fruit of the Spirit. So I thank you again for calling in all you listeners. I thank you for listening. I thank everyone in the chat room that's in the chat room. There are several people in the chat room right now. Um, I, I thank Return to Excellence for being in the chat room and uh, Beat Lakine and Dave Johnson and, and all those who are in the chat room for, call, for chatting in. And remember, put God first in all you do. God bless you. I Amen. thank you. To God be the glory. If there, uh, there's another call on the line, I'm open up the ears, the ears right now, the airways right now for all the callers that are on the line. If anyone has anything they would like to say before I close out, um, on the 917 line, if you have anything you would like to say before I close out. I just yes. wanted to say praise God. God bless you, um, Prophetess Carmen, and uh, God bless you for, uh, you know, having uh, this, this testimony hour. And um, I really enjoy listening to Prophet Sonia as well as to the gentleman, um, his testimony. Very, very blessed by it. And uh, may God continue to allow us to be his servants. Amen. Amen. Thank you for listening, and God bless you. And I see God even strengthening you even the more. I'm seeing... Um, I'm seeing actually a whole transformation in, in your your diet and your lifestyle, and I'm seeing you beginning to come forth and birth the things that you've des- desired according to the will of God that you weren't able to do over the past three to five years. I'm seeing some 
things coming for right now for you this year. Praise you God. Know. Amen. Praise but, God. Thank you. And it's, and it's not by chance that there's poetry on the line because God said you're to get the book of poems as, as well. I'm hearing books of poetry on the line. It's like everyone right now under the sound of my voice has a lot of poetry in them Amen. that needs to be released. And it's just that's what I'm hearing right now. And it's to get the books but get the books out, get them copyrighted. I'm just hearing this poetry right now. You know, God is calling for the poets to come forth. The prophets are going to be coming forth through poetry. Yeah. Prophets is coming. So, you know, so God said get the, the prophets and the prophetesses. You know, when I say prophet, that's that's blanket for me. You know, uh, but I'm hearing God say get the get the book, get that book. Um, Amen. Yes, to God be the glory. Prophet is common. Yes. I just would like to share. It's so true that, that where I know that I'm a poet, I write, but there's also a software I found out about that in case you have been procrastinating and not writing or putting things down, there's a software that you can get. it. I think it's about $300 called Via Voice. It's better than Dragon. You can speak right to the computer, and it types up all of your stuff. You can do 50 phones in, in a half an hour. So if anyone's interested, it's called Via Voice, and it's a software. Um, so that breaks the, you know, just breaks the barrier of having to sit down and write it out, even though you write it out when God gives you, but just to edit it and everything. I just wanted to, to give that. And I just wanted to say thank you very much for the opportunity to get the testimony and the knowledge from the Lord. It's all from God, and I'm very grateful. And um, and, and thank you for allowing God to use your prophetess comment in a mighty way, in an international way, in a, in a great way, in Jesus' name, amen. To God be the glory. I, be the glory. I thank you. And also, I'm glad you mentioned the via voice, because for the poets and that's on the line, that is very true, because with via voice, you can almost, uh, you know, produce a book a month, because it's basically talking on the computer, and then the, the via voice is actually doing the editing and the, the typing and putting it all into book form for you, you know, and then you go back and you, you know, you critique some of it, but it, it makes it available that if you have so many writings, like my brother said uh, a few minutes ago that he has like over 80 or more, 20, 20 years of writings, you know, with via voice, you could put all that down in, in no time. So that's Hello. very good information, Sonia. Hello? For that. Oh, and my brother's still on the line, yes. To God be the glory. Uh, um, I, want, I wanted to make you aware of something that each piece I have is a piece of myself. I know yes. each piece by heart, and each piece has a testimony, a piece of poetry, and a word of knowledge that goes with it. So if a person was ever to take anything from me, when I come and present it, you know it's mine. It's a part of me, so God designed it that way. And he's given me specific instructions because God's people are to be blessed with this poetry. If it's monetary, any monetary gains... I am not to gain anything from it unless God's people are being blessed from it. So that's why the Lord gave it to me, sister. So he's giving me specific instructions on when I do release it that God's people will be blessed in a mighty way. Because what we have um, is that you have a lot of inspiration, and I don't knock people for what they do, but I have learned in my lifetime that when I was in the world that I supported everything that wasn't of God. And so now the Lord has spoken to my heart and told me that 
as a child of God, I should support the things of God and God's people. Amen? Amen. So this is what I'm going to do with my gift, sister. Amen? Thank you. God bless you. God God bless bless you. God bless everyone on the line. I thank you for calling in. And I love you all. And remember, the greatest love of all is Jesus Christ. So first in everything you do. God bless you, and thank you for calling in. God bless. God bless. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.